Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hi there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor. He's been a managing editor here before, and now he's paying money to be able to do this podcast. He's branded from the internet. No, I'm just Soon. I'm just freeloading off of a new a new person. <laughs> well, neither of us is a scientist, engineer, one of us is a freeloader or a supervillain. <laughs> not yet. Well, I am a freeloader already. The rest of the things not yet. But if you are, let us know what we get wrong and potentially what we get right would make me feel better. Uh, I watched a clip of us being like your brother being like, we, you know, you guys you got that wrong. And you're like, oh yeah, how do you know? And he's like, well, unlike you, I Googled it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny. Shout outs to Steven for listening. That's very nice of you. Um, people can't see this at home, but you have three identical boxes stacked, stacked on top of each other in the background. I'm curious to know what that is. Um, it is their uh, box. I wish they were boxes of uh, Adobe Creative Suite, which is um, not. <laughs> but that's tangible. just an idea. That's, that's just not an a idea. physical thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, they are boxes of client gifts for my clients uh, for the job that I do, and they are like, have you seen these little pint glasses? They're not pints, right? They're eight ounces, and they they look like glass beer cans with the top cut off yeah yeah sure yeah. sure so yeah we just got like a crap ton of those we're having I think they're a little... 12 ounce aren't they are they 12 yeah sure whatever whatever a beer glass is, like a beer can, can. is yeah it's 12 it, ounces it's one of those yeah so 12 yeah. ounces uh we just got a bunch of those with our um logo on it because you know what everybody wants in their house is is their, of you their glass as a, as a <laughs> exactly. logo yeah 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 no they want glassware of somebody else's company's logo on it and so that we were like yeah let's give a bunch of those to all of our clients with Brandon's service, more. <laughs> we can't use any of this. I can't no. use any of that. That's yeah. all beeped. It was about. It was about sex work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. yeah. For the record, not the kind of work I do. <laughs> or is it? I mean, if it sweetens the deal, right? <laughs> Man, for me, sex is a lot of work. Unfortunately, <laughs> you gotta pep talk your wiener, and you gotta. <laughs> Uh, pep, like pep talk my wiener makes it sound like I'm asking Pep Guardiola every time I need to have sex. He's like, hey man, can you come in here and give me some motivation? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it, it? Is he Portuguese or Spanish? I see Spanish. Yeah, it'd be awesome. He's just yelling at your at your wiener in Spanish. In Spanish, yeah. Levantense! <laughs> <laughs> I, I listened to this, uh, this that's, podcast that's about... That's the stand-up. Oh, is that in, um, Spanish. in Spanish? Okay, cool. Uh, uh, 
I listened to a, a podcast about the Premier League, and they do a, a a bit, or they used to do a bit every week where they would do a. It would call it would be called pep talks, and mm. um, they would have people send in just their regular questions for like, hey, I'm thinking about breaking up with my girlfriend. You know, what what advice do you have? And then the hosts of the show would give advice, but then they would always give advice as if they were Pep Guardiola <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't teach your apprentice how to do everything because he'll beat you in the league this year, maybe. Yeah, Mikel Arteta. Jeez. <laughs> um, well, anyway, hi. Um, good to see you again after a, a miscommunication week off that we had last week. So that's nice. Thanks to everyone who subscribed and who's um, hanging out. If you could uh, spread the word, that would be just fantastic. Now, I've got a question for you, Brandon. Question yeah. of the week is... Were you too young for Power Rangers, or was it still in your wheelhouse? Oh, absolutely, my wheelhouse. Yeah, I, uh, we, my last job that I worked had a, um, a like a team mantra, and in that mantra, it mm. was like, "We are Mavericks, we are Mavens," and then the third one was like the name of this one of the people's grandmas who was like an, a cultural like icon of the team, and so they were your Mavericks, Mavens, and Megdas. And as soon as I started, I heard this thing, and I was like, "And Megazords, yeah, for sure, Megazords." Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, obviously, this yeah. is, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, the Power Rangers are making an. I guess it's a surprise. It's surprising to me. They're making a surprise comeback. Okay. It's surprising to me because I did not realize how old they are now because they were older than me when it came out, and I am old. And it's been 30 years. They're doing a 30th anniversary scripted standalone special on Netflix with some of the original members. Like the blue guy, he's going to be there. And like, uh, not the first Pink Ranger, Amy Jo, whatever. Yeah. She's not going to be there. But the second one's going to jump in. There's the there's the guy that passed away recently. Yeah. He, he's not going to be... If he is there, that he, is... He was the Red, he was the red Ranger? Right? No, he was the white slash green ranger. Oh, he was that's like right, green the, ranger. That's Tommy right. was his yeah. name, I think. Yeah. And he became like the... They, or they added a sixth one or whatever. He was it. So yeah, Green Ranger was. Uh, did you have a favorite Ranger? Tommy was my. The Green Ranger was my favorite Ranger. Mm. Yeah, probably. I imagine because he was like the. He had a, that ponytail and he yeah. looked badass. And yeah, he actually like, probably knew some karate. There was a. There's a guy that I follow on TikTok. I don't know who he is, but he was in. What's the movie that you like where there's the kids and they're the oh, ninjas? three ninjas. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I think he was one of the three ninjas. What was that movie about? Those three ninjas. <laughs> They're kids. <laughs> They're kids. Yeah. Three, three little ninjas. Three yeah. ninjas. And um, he was one of them. And then he also played the Red Ranger and Power Rangers for a while. Um, yeah, talk about the best way to be typecast of all time. Like, <laughs> hey, we need a white dude to do karate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, you guys need nunchucks? No, no, no. Too no, far. No, no. <laughs> but can you throw playing cards really fast? That's for the sequel, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so they're making a comeback, but it's not everybody, and it's not the original cast, despite it. If you click through the link, the Blue Ranger, dude, he, I mean, he looks old. Like, he was the nerd as it was, and, like, you scroll down a little bit, and, um... Yeah, he looks like, oh, my God. Like, they show the picture of him in the in the Power Ranger suit now, yeah, and you're like oh, he looks like um, he looks like the guy that was projected as the head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, he looks like Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin, <laughs> and that was twenty years ago. Yeah, holy cow! I see. This is like, I mean, it's cool to recreate the, um, I suppose, like do this one-off, whatever. But but to me, it's like, why not just make 
like what was cool about the Power Rangers wasn't the fact that we liked the 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 uh, actors that played the characters. It was yeah. the fact that they were like ninjas fighting robots and ninjas yeah. getting in robots and fighting bigger robots. Like it, that was what was cool about it. So just remake the Power Rangers with new cast. Like I don't care. But then you do you just like do the thing that they're doing with the new Velma series where you just make one of the Rangers really woke. <laughs> And I'm not saying that as a criticism. I'm just saying as like a... that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. <laughs> the the entire time, the entire time that anything is happening in the new series, there's one of them going like, "You guys, this is appropriation, right? <laughs> like we are all doing karate. That's a, that's appropriation, right?" <laughs> now, I I I think about this, and to your point about the like, it doesn't matter who plays these characters. It's about the Red Ranger with the mask on. In a Megazord, or in a Zord combining to make a Megazord. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I started thinking about it, and like, I hated Power Rangers as a kid, because I was just too old for it. I was probably like 8th or ninth grade when it was like real big, and so I was like this, I probably said and, um, and I like didn't, I wasn't into it, the stories were super repetitive and everything, but then I think about it, and like, I love Godzilla. Yeah. I love giant monster little city, miniature city. Like it's the best genre, and like when was it? Uh, not Shaun of the Dead. What's the other one with the police? Oh, Hot, uh, Fuzz? Hot Fuzz. Yeah, yeah. When they're in that like tiny scale city of, and like the guy gets his uh, his chin in the steeple. Ugh, yeah. awful, yeah. awful. Yeah. But like Timothy Dalton, awesome. But it was um, I like love that. So I I have like this fixation with when stuff isn't the right size compared to other stuff. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big World and Super Mario, where all the enemies are twice as big and Mario's the normal size. Like, uh, the Nutcracker, when the, she's shrunk down and everything's big. I, like, love that type of juxtaposition. So, yeah, yeah. you put people into a fighting robot, robot jocks or yeah. Gundam Wing or whatever. Like Pacific that Rim? Did you... Uh, no, you... I didn't watch it. And my friend was one of the... Like digital animators on it. I never people, watched it. People are super into like people that I know are really into Pacific Rim. And I was like, it looks like your typical and I don't know, I don't think it was Michael Bay, but like it looks like your typical, oh, big robots, massive explosions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But everybody like I've talked to people who are like, No, it's actually a good movie. Like the story's good and the the, the plot is good and like the actual animation and, and, and graphics that they've done are really good. And I was like, Yeah, I still can't be bothered to watch it. But now I'm thinking about it. I'm like it's basically Power Rangers. It's Guillermo del Toro. I mean, like, oh, oh yeah. So I gotta watch it now, and I know that I should have done the like, literally should have just Googled it, Stephen. <laughs> I did. I did Google it. That's how, that's how I do. Nice. So we did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I never watched it. My, my buddy worked on it, and it got like it got panned when it first came out. And I was like, I just like reached out to him, be like rough, like rough opening day or whatever. Man, it's hard to see that, and he got really offended. That I would, that he was really sensitive about it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's what I did. I think it was just that somebody talked to him about it. Sure, yeah. And he was like one of these like three D modelers for it that like made the movie look badass. Like what a cool job. Have you um, that w- that would be a really cool job. Have you seen the um? Th- this is a, a little bit of a tangent, but sure. but th- th- I, right now everything feels like remakes, right? Mm-hmm. Like every um new movie, new TV show, blah, 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 is usually just some sort of remake. And then, you know, they're doing it a bunch of different ways where they either bring in, you know, new cast and remake the entire original plot, or they bring in the old cast and 
do a continuation of the stories like them, but now old, right? Yeah. Or or son the, of Power Rangers, right? Exactly. Yeah. Zorel is that the guy's name? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, uh, Z- Zorn? No, that's Zorn. That was that's- the quarterback for the Seahawks a long time ago. <laughs> um but but i recently uh got into a and i'm not usually into like spinoffs and and things like that but i've recently gotten into a new tv show um that i found while looking for something to stream and uh yeah zordon zordon was the guy yeah Yeah. okay um uh it's called pennyworth have you heard of the the show no 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 is it nerdy so it's it's a spinoff of batman um so it's the origin story. It's called literally called Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler. And it's about Alfred as a young man in London. And um, the dude that plays Alfred. Jack uh, Yeah, he is. Uh, he does the like a Cockney accent sounds so similar Michael to Michael Caine, but without being annoying, like without it seeming like he's doing a Michael Caine impersonation. Like he's cool. just doing... Um, a Cockney accent, right? Yeah. And he's in like all of these actors, including the people who play Americans, are English in the show. Uh, but I'm a sucker for like spy thrillers, and then like especially if they're set in like the 50s, 60s kind of era. Or like, so you're like a Kingsman fan, I'm guessing. Then yeah, I, the Kingsman was okay. I, the original one was okay. I really like um, that movie that came out. Was called uh, The Man from Uncle, uh, which was mm-hmm. Henry Cavill and another uh, Army Hammer, who apparently eats people or like to thinking about eating people yeah he got canceled for that um he doesn't actually eat people but said some problematic stuff uh, and you want to talk about me being unexpected of something that was a, <laughs> wow uh bad uh, news brandon the first thing when i google pennyworth uh the first result that comes up is has pennyworth been canceled I think the answer is no. I'm pretty sure they're about to come out with a third season, or they've just come out. I'm just still watching. I just started the second season of it. Um, I think they're in season three or have just finished season As three. As of now, HBO Max hasn't officially given Pennyworth a renewal. And so yeah. since that guy's ruining all of the that empire of programming, I would say yeah. I, I would be worried. It is good. I mean, like the story, it's really good if it were standalone, but to think about it as like there's a lot of... Um, uh, backstory that would be very significant to Batman's parents. If at any time you ever watched Batman or and like saw somebody as Batman's butler, you would think, man, if this was truly his backstory, there's a lot that is not said during these Batman movies. So they're like backfilling so much content yeah. that would have so much more impact. Um, it's kind of like in, in Star Wars when they're like, many Bothan spies died getting us these plans. And then you watch Rogue One and you're like, how many of these were Bothan? There were none <laughs> of these Bothan spies. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, did you? Uh, what, I have a question about uh, The Mandalorian, if we can transition, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. My big question after watching the trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3 out mar- early March, like March 3rd, I think. Yeah, I hope do it's the you same think, question I have. Do you think Baby Yoda, that's all his name is, do you think Baby Yoda gets a helmet? Dude, that's my question. Yes! That is my main question. Because <laughs> they keep showing, like, helmets and stuff, and the helmet smith and stuff getting made, and then, what's his name, Mando, and, yeah. like, to me it feels like 
Grogu has got to get a helmet, right? He has to get a helmet. That's like that. That has like you're going back to Mandalore. The entire thing is is that you're he's 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 what he what did he say? He's like trying to be sanctified for his his yeah. sins against the order or whatever. And um, if you're gonna go with a foundling who is supposed to be now Mandalorian and he's not wearing a helmet, come on, he's got to have a helmet. And follow up question: Do his ears stick out or do they make it? wackadoodle and he has like ears on the side of his helmet maybe maybe he'll do what uh what i try to do to my greyhound every once in a while is Mm. uh because he sticks his ears straight back uh, or one of them flops sideways or whatever they're very floppy and long um i always like man could i get a rubber band around those ears and make it look like a little doggy ponytail (laughs) so maybe they'll do that with little grogu's ears maybe not a rubber band maybe like a scrunchie or a hair right that's what i mean like a hair like a rubber band so it doesn't sound like you're trying to like remove his tail or whatever yeah 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 Yeah, that's nice yeah i'm pumped about it it looks awesome they really have my attention after the first two seasons i want to go back and watch it actually i got to finish andor though i still haven't done that i'm like really far behind I, I thought and do you remember back to um when the, the future Man- the man yeah when the Mandalorian originally came out um who's that Pedro Pascal right mm. is the the actor who plays the Mandalorian and also plays every character from every show ever now um I like saw the trailer for the last of us and he's in that um he was in that Nick Cage that new Nick Cage movies and like it seems like he's in everything at least everything that's being targeted towards 31 year old males living in Spokane <laughs> Washington um no he's so he, uh, I thought like there was a big like tug of war between him and the production team about like, no, that you need to write more scenes with my helmet off because I want to be, um, like get the credit as the actor who's playing this character. It's like, yo, you took a character, like, you, yeah, if you're playing the headless man in a show, they're not going to be like, let's give him a head so everybody knows it's Pedro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Of course. It's what like, did you expect? The dude? whole thing is your helmet doesn't come off. But now we're, you know, almost three seasons into the thing. And, and um, there's only been, I think, one scene where he doesn't have the helmet on, uh, it, you know, the very end of that of that first season. So it's just like some, either they said, here's a bunch of more money. Please shut up. Or he is like satisfied with being in everything all the time now. Um, yeah. He wasn't in that movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> he is in everything else. Did you see that movie? Sorry, no. I'm going to just assume no, but you should. You would love it. <laughs> when was it? Uh, it came out like two years ago. or it, Yeah, I think it came out in 2021. What's it you, called? It's like, it's like a multiverse movie, but it's done very, very well. It's it came done out very, in 2022. Like, 2022. Everything, everywhere, yeah. all at once? Yeah, you would love it. You would absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like in the... I was like, why does this sound familiar to me? And it's because uh, Michelle Yeoh was, was all over the place recently. Yeah. And then that's and it has the kid from that played the kid from uh, Indiana Jones that became like a crazy stereotype and he and then he cried at the awards ceremony. Okay, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. You would love it. Okay. Oh, how do I? Well, oh, never mind. That's, it's like that's for another thing. Right. It's still up in your theaters. It's playing in North Bend. That's weird. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's cool. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, well, moving on from one thing to the next, us pontificating about nerd universes here. That's fun and all. But this is wild, man. NVIDIA. When I say NVIDIA, what do you? What comes to mind? I in a I, word, I, I'm sure I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure like they make face razors. Like, uh... <laughs> Nvidia, most known for making video cards. What am I thinking of? It's like uh, I, there's something Nivea. Nivea, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like one's a lotion, the other one makes <laughs> helps them mine Bitcoin. <laughs> okay, well. Anyway, NVIDIA, the nerds we most know for making video cards, has a new AI. They're in all kinds of non-face cream business. <laughs> but um, they have a new AI that can artificially make it look like you never break eye contact with your screen. Say if you were on a Zoom call and you wanted to not pay attention and you wanted to be looking at your phone the whole time, you could be looking down, but it will make your eyes look as if you're looking at the camera, which is in itself very creepy. But then, like, what if you have, like, a lazy eye or some sort of condition like that and you're self-conscious and you could correct that on screen while you were talking to somebody, especially if you were, like, in a position where it was uh, where you didn't know the person or something? I think that's really cool. Could it correct it that way or does it make it, like even weirder like does it i'm trying to be sensitive here as well but um and then additionally like what happens when we start abusing it or what happens when there's like social norms that like you're talking to somebody and it never breaks eye contact does it have like a limit on this is getting too weird like we get it you listen to the audiobook on not being awkward in social situations but you're making it awkward by having like non-stop like stop it Brandon he's looking at the screen like a weirdo <laughs> yeah but then like you fall asleep and your eyes are like still looking at the thing and then like you, your head nods forward and your eyes are still like looking at the oh no is Dale it's, dead well okay so usually I feel like usually the technology like this that comes out is it, there's like some sort of um, very uh, what is it the uncanny valley is that what the thing you always yeah, mention is yeah yeah uncanny valley is when something seems human but isn't right like or it se- it's like too close to being human but not quite enough to be familiar yeah. right um so no, I, I feel like usually when people come out with something like this, there's like a and we've done this in order to help you know maybe like maybe this the case that you said like people with who have like lazy eyes or some sort of disorder yeah. uh, look more attentive or whatever. But this one just seems like they were like the business case was let's help people slack off during meetings. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? Like usually that's like the use case. Like that's how people end up using it. But the way that they market it isn't let's help you slack off during meetings. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like any technology where it's like you got to wait to see what porn does with it if you want it to be successful. Right. Right. Like is VR going to be successful? Well, let's see what porn does with it. She will not stop making eye contact with you. <laughs> yeah, like please <laughs> Like stop. no, this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. Well, don't stop. But I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> This is uh this see but to your point like this is one of those things where um 
I'll I'll take it to a very like extreme level. Uh, so say, uh, say you know, technology can create these these social norms, right? Where um, it, it is not normal, or it, it becomes normal to maybe like make direct eye contact the entire time because this artificial intelligence is is making you look like you're always making eye contact. But say you do have a you know some sort of sight. Uh, or or eye muscle issue where you do have a lazy eye and then you go in to meet these people in person uh, mm. and then all of a sudden it, it creates this not not awkward because you have a a a like macular degeneration or whatever it might be no 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 not yeah. but awkward because people were not expecting like it's like if I use an AI to make me look black in every single one of these videos and then I met you Boy. and I was like hey what's up and you were like wait a sec <laughs> wait, wait are you using digital blackface yeah. like I don't care that you're white I'm just surprised <laughs> I don't think that's how that would go at all, but I understand what you're saying. Like, no, but you but you know what I mean. Like it's it's like you're catfishing in a way, right? And like a like using it for this this eye situation is is probably the least of you know this is an, a an entry into yeah. something that is more digitally altering your appearance in real time, so that later on when you meet people in person or or see people when you're not using this this getup, right? People are gonna be like, wait a sec you're this is completely different and not not that we that looks should justify or change the way that people think about you but they they do like unconscious bias exists people will make decisions or reactions to you based on like how friendly they might you might look and that has nothing to do with you but it has everything to do with like biases that have been created through their lifetime well you can manipulate it too i mean if someone is basing it on friendliness you can learn to have a softer smile you can just Mm -hmm. practice that or whatever just so you could manipulate the situation or whatever, right? Like psychopaths. Yeah, I. Well, okay. So I think about it with TikTok and stuff. When people make videos, there's a enhanced filter that you put on, and it softens your skin just enough. It's like subtle, and it makes your eyes sparkle a little bit and everything. So that way, like we've conditioned women to have to wear makeup or whatever, and now you could put on that filter because it's too hard to do that. And I'm like, you know, we watch TV and we see. You don't want to see the light reflecting off someone's face, so they put a, a softening makeup on or a powder that keeps the reflections from happening or when you sweat or something like that. And so it's just tricks of presentation that we would change depending on being in person or in a digital form. So, like, I see that people use those filters all the time. And, like, the subtle ones I understand. But then you see people who are masking what they actually look like without realizing that Mm. they have it set to 100 out of 100 instead of 10 out of 100. And you're like, obviously you're hiding your own perception of you being gross. Right. And like, let us decide if you're gross or not. (laughs) (laughs) I will be a better judge of your grossness than you. Thank you very much. But again, it's like, it's human condition where we're so worried about our own BS that we over project it and then people are like what's this well, person's problem think about think about like um i'm sure that even as we do these shows and we record them right if i ever listen and listen to them back and i hear my own voice even your voice sounds different than um than the way that 
that you hear it in your own head. Yeah. Think about like another thing that I always think about is like you see yourself. The only way that you ever see yourself is in a mirror or in pictures, right? And most of the time, like you don't actually realize that when you're doing your hair and you think you look a certain way and you have a part on that side, everybody else is seeing it on the other side than you are. Yeah, and that like, a reflection. Yeah, boggles my mind sometimes. I'm like, I don't even know what I really look like. But what I'm waiting for is Nvidia to give me a filter where I sound like uh, I have Michael Caine's Cockney accent every time <laughs> I'm on this show. It's coming, dude. It's for sure. It's gonna. It'll happen. Or you could sound like me. Yeah. Like uh, well, I'll take Michael Caine. Yeah, no, uh, Michael Caine. I understand. Michael Caine. Uh, my buddy Bryce and I had a joke that if he was going to be a rapper, he should name his. He should be called My M Y, like My yeah. Cocaine. Yeah. So <laughs> that feels like I a word. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, there's a very simple thing that we do that's really strange that I see on the internet constantly, and it's people too close to their phone, and it's a wide angle camera, mm, and so yeah. the. The trick of it, we've talked about it a little bit, but it yeah. makes the sides of your face rounded off more. So you look like you're all jelly bean head and not the normal proportions that you're used to or that people are used to seeing you in with our more like 50 millimeter eyes. And if you just hold the phone an arm's length from your face, that's where it's designed to capture you correctly, you know, air quotes or whatever. So that way you more look more like you. Maybe, so yeah. when you look into the playback the production you're not like oh i'm disgusting it happens to me all the time i hate posting social and i realized it was just because i was like holding i was lazy and holding my phone right up to my face and being like Bleh. but if you just arms length away it suddenly gives you a more true to self what you think of self and if you hold it if you hold it at arm's length away and you still think that you're disgusting we'll be the judge of that <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> Uh, so NASA says that when we look through the big old telescopes and see distant planets around other stars, if they have plant life, they should reflect light back, indicating as much. Now, I'm not sure exactly how that works, but it must be things within the atmosphere that, like, if you're going to have plant life as we know it. This is a big thing for me, too, recently. I've been thinking a lot about, like, it all has to be as we know it. Sure. Like, it's just, we only have such limited information compared to the hundreds of billions of galaxies out there. There has to be oxygen for there to be life. It's like, well... Yeah, like, we might understand life... There must be water. We might understand life totally differently. Like, the mountains, let's just simplify it, on Earth. The mountains around us might actually be alive, and we're, like, digging into them to steal their iron or whatever, and we're actually digging into their mountain brains. (laughs) And It's like the humans have just killed all of the mountains on Earth or whatever because they don't animate the way that we expect or the way that we want them to or in this in like think about the world is constantly changing right like uh like tectonically shifting right the tecton the 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 tectonics of the planet the the geography of the planet is constantly changing like maybe maybe we don't recognize life because it doesn't happen as quickly in our you know yeah. uh in perception. our time frame in our perception as we would anticipate it to yeah because because the life of a again, I'll just stay with a very basic metaphor, but the life of a mountain is four billion plus years old, and we're watching, or maybe a fraction of that, and we're watching that happen. We can't perceive the time shift, but it also maybe doesn't realize, you know, we're the gnat of it. it probably doesn't have time to realize that we exist either, if there is some sort of consciousness level there. But whatever, until we're digging its brains out. 
Until we're digging its brain. Yeah, get them brains. Uh, but each planet, in theory, gives off a biosignature. Like there's like an atmospheric chemistry, says uh, I'm reading about it at phys.org. And so, like, we might be able to find the types of planet that have similar biosignatures to ours as we're looking for exoplanets far, far away. We're like, we're like a planet that is going around trying to sniff other planets' butts to see what kind of pheromones <laughs> it's putting off. <laughs> to, to see if, like, hey, is this planet horny? No. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's fight it then. In that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's crazy to think. Now, I always am brought back to Earth, though, when you think that, literally, that when you think about if we find one of these exoplanets, like, we haven't gotten truly outside of the influence of the sun yet. You know, I guess the Voyager crafts are out, technically have left the solar system, so that is outside of our... But there's, like, a gray area here because there's the nebulous cloud that <laughs> surrounds even that, and it's like... Be able to, to be able to get away from the impact of the sun is still something we haven't done. And so that's with 40 plus years in, or 45 years now, I think the first Voyager launched in 77. So 45 years, we're only just getting away. And that's the closest star is four light years away. And we haven't even gone a light day away. So finding any of this stuff is still like yo we gotta not ruin this place first <laughs> like it's still yeah. that's still pretty important it's like uh it, yeah it's like looking for a new house uh that you can't afford while the house that you're living in is de- like just de- 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 uh, what am i trying to say like falling Depreciate. apart yeah oh yeah dilapidating <laughs> yeah dilapidating thank you it's like i i but you're also here. looking for a pl- you're also looking for a house on the moon like right. i'm gonna live in a cave on the moon yeah I better focus on how I'm going to see that before I buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, and then I think about, like, at some point we're going to have to leave the planet because I saw another story that in mice, and mice are not people, so this is, like, the lowest level that you can get of, like, scientific research is, like, that's the very lowest comparison you can make is to animals to humans because it's just not the same and we don't know. But they've figured out how to, like, Take the, I'm going to get this really, this needs some research and I have writing about it somewhere, but you're going to look at the, the cells in a, in a mouse and they're able to tell it to reboot effectively and to get producing at a normal, healthy, productive um, level. Meaning that you can, not only can we stop time from progressing, but you potentially could turn back time in cells to keep them going. Regardless of whatever that is, if they find a way to limit, to slow the aging in people, or even maybe speed it up, if you have that type of control, weird. At some point, we got eight plus billion people on the Earth, and we need a billion people a day to die, or whatever. That's not a real number, but like we need that to happen because we have a billion point oh one born every day, and it's growing so steadily that imagine if you just shut off the dying part, and we just. A year from now, we had nine billion, and the next year we had nine point or ten point four billion, and the, and at infinitum until we run out of resources, oxygen, or anything else, where we have to go to the stars to get away. Um, like it's potential that we're going to need to know this information, so we shouldn't stop looking for it or understanding it. But also, like we got big problems here at the same time. It's very strange. Didn't we like? Um isn't isn't there also information i mean like that is that is crazy if they're able to actually like re- reduce the um 
the really it's like the regeneration of cells right that that happens in animals that causes aging um and so if they're able to like reduce how quickly aging happens or even reverse it um like that's crazy but isn't like aren't aren't growth rates or like population like in certain places and, and actually most of most of them are are like the united states germany japan like um like economically i don't know not developed i don't think that's the correct term to use anymore but like uh the high the biggest economies maybe in the united in the in the world are actually slowing as far as like their or or even actually declining in birth rate so we we, we tend to incorrectly use first world as the descriptor right, for it right and there's not a single first world nation that has an increasing population right now the birth rate does not does is not growing faster than um now and that's that's probably unfair because like India has like an insane insane they're insanely important economically. Well, they're, they're going to be the most populous. They uh, are. They are the most populous. Yeah, they passed. In the world. Yeah. They've passed China. They're at like one point four oh eight billion people, and China more than ten percent of the entire planet's population. Yeah, and uh, and something the size of the United States Midwest between right. the Rocky Mountains and Appalachians. If you put a tenth of the world's population there, it's. It's wild, and so, but they're about to have an economic turn, also, and and the and China was the one that was previously the largest, and it's taken for the first time in however long that they can remember, it's taken a downturn in population, which is scaring everybody. But you do that, and suddenly, like people stop dying and or stop aging, like that's my, it. I always come back to the idea that if people stop aging or dying from age-related things. What happens when you get in a car accident when you're 71, but you could have lived for 10,000 years? Like, that's a horror. If anyone dies, the implications are significantly worse for it. It's it's truly terrifying. And not that death right now is anything to laugh about, but like it's, but to know that you missed out on 10,000 years of life or something because you went base jumping at 19 and broke your neck or something like that, that's, that's wild. Yeah, I, I wonder how it would change culture, like how it would change society, because there, like, there's there's movies and and shows and stuff like that that will speculate on how it will change and speculate on how morals and values and um and I mean realistically, like echelons of people will change, right? Because yeah. not everybody will get to live forever. Right, like not everybody will have access to, to this, yeah, yeah. This, it's like, this technology. Is like only the super wealthy or you know, quote unquote, deemed important people will be able to have access to this and, and continue to live. Where you'll have portions of society. I mean, uh, this is a corny, corny movie, uh, and I. I you keep saying all these movies like I'm I would watch guess them. that you haven't watched it, <laughs> but something that plays with this um, idea is this movie called In Time, starring Justin Timberlake. Mm. Um, and they should have called it Just In Time. Oh, because, get out of here! Come on, man, Justin Timberlake's right there. Uh, but they they basically play with this idea is that you can purchase starring in, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Timberlake. Uh, they Sorry. they they you can uh, you can buy and have and store a wealth of time and so you have people fighting on the streets to get more time time becomes currency right like you can you can people fighting on the streets in order to get more time and people living in you know decadence who have 
abundances of time where if they had shared the time with with uh more people everybody would be able to live oh, the same amount yeah. right like, just like wealth now just a different type of wealth i mean it's, it's a very very thinly veiled uh uh criticism of of capitalism the 1%. as is right yeah um but it but it's interesting because it, it, i think it and others do a good job of like showing where if aging became a not an issue right um at then then how would that change society i also find it funny in the show because like they picked nobody ages past 25 and so like this movie has said that like 25 is our peak everything after that is is bad and i'm like oh man <laughs> you're like oh man oh no <laughs> i'm the yoda of this thing man <laughs> do you have a helmet with ears or no <laughs> You kind of look like with your with your uh, beanie on and those. It kind of looks like that a little bit. A truly mind blowing story from Time.com. Here's what I wrote earlier in the week. Scientists figured out how to get our cells to reboot and continue functioning like they're at their prime, effectively stopping the aging process. So far, they're doing this in mice, but the cells work the same in theory. Time.com says, "quote Not only can they age mice on an accelerated timeline." scary, but they could also reverse the effects of that aging and restore some of the biological signs of youthfulness to the animals. So, like, we can not only slow down, but we can speed it up. And then, like, like, why would you do that? Some of the biological things that are associated with aging, they can reverse. Like, (laughs) we've talked about this with, like, uh, when we learn how to um, regrow limbs and things like that things like that it's not it's not necessarily the issue is regrowing the limb it's regrowing it to the appropriate uh age and size of the body as you are with it right like it's like great we can regrow the limb it's gonna you're you're 25 right now it's gonna take 25 years for this limb to get to the point where it's 25 years old but you're gonna be 50 (laughs) with a 25 year old arm (laughs) or or like uh and then and then also like it has to stop at 25 so like hey we can regrow the the limb you're aging at a normal rate but your your arm is aging at 25 times the rate that it should (laughs) i just worry about like you go to have this done and your insurance company is like for the for the aging thing they're like ah it's an elective procedure we're not going to pay for it yeah i mean that's realistically that's that's exactly how it'll go for sure also it's like um uh what's bananas to me is that they can make things age faster and so like that's going to be a new like once this becomes a thing right like that's going to be a new criminal um punishment right it's like no we're not going to sentence you to death we're going to sentence you to die faster than everybody else or slower or slow oh we're going to we're going to keep you in this punishment for even longer than you would have if we had sentenced you to yeah, life. Yeah, you got a five you got a five, you know, what is it like a five life sentences or whatever. Yeah. How do you say Ooh. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you're yeah. like, "Okay, well, now we're going to slow down your aging, so you have to sit in this confinement and All right, conspiracy theory time. So you know yeah, how like go. people do get uh sentenced to multiple life sentences? Maybe we've always had this technology and and like the courts are just waiting for it to um to come out so that like all of these people that they have sentenced to extremely long amounts of time, they're like, we can't risk the technology coming out and having these people, uh, uh, being able to, uh, get out earlier than they would have. Otherwise you have like lawyers fighting on behalf of the state to be like, no, 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 we need this five life sentence, five consecutive life sentences. Let's go. Or like the, um, I, I remember there was a story about this guy who, was legally like dead. He he was in he was an inmate. He was in prison, and he was uh, had a, tar- a heart attack or something and died. And he had been sentenced to life. And he was trying to argue with the state. He's like, "No, I died. 
So therefore, <laughs> I served my life there. <laughs> also, what about cats in prison? Is there like a number of li- like five life sentences? Like <laughs> four more to go. Let's go. Everybody Buttons. gets nine lives. All of them are in prison, but you get nine of them. <laughs> Well, and let's end on a positive for once here to balance out all the terrible prison talk. <laughs> Move over solar panels. Now we've got hydro panels, too. I don't know if this is necessarily like a, a new idea. Using the power of the sun, sounds like a solar panel, these planks can extract the H2O from the ambient air and create clean drinking water. I learned about this on Mr. Wizard. You get a, a tub and a piece of... Um, you put a, cu- a cup in the bottom of it, and then you put a piece of the saran wrap over the top and a rock in the middle, and as the sun comes up, it'll condensation will form, and it'll drip clean water into your, your cup, and you can drink that. So it's sort of like that, I guess. Now, like, it's in the wintertime, we probably don't need that now in, like, the Seattle area, for instance. But, like, when it's bone dry, like, in I'm in Sacramento also, it's bone dry for, like, 10 months. Like, you could potentially make this into a way that we keep ourselves from shriveling up and dying. I, I make a joke that it's like the trisolarans from the three-body problem. If you've read that, then, like, cool. But, like, what what you do is you combine the two. One panel both pulls water out of the air and creates power at the same time. Seems reasonable, right? It powers itself to make this function. And it does feel a little far more... Ugh. It does feel a little familiar, the whole uh, Star Wars Episode Four, where they're moisture farmers. That's exactly what this is, where sci- sci-fi once again predicted repra- it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it makes it come true, because it's just future thinkers without the technology to get it done. This, this, seems, like, this seems like one of those things that we always talk about, where it's like, scientists have come up with a solution that creates another problem, which is, <laughs> now there's no moisture in the air. We need that. Right, like apparently yeah. that ambient, but Nivea was behind this. They're they're taking all of the moisture out of the air so they can sell more lotion. Yeah, I mean, really, what it comes down to is that we've compounded problems on top of one another, and we've got to figure out how to undo that. I'm having a hard time with this though in 2023, Brandon. I um, I think it's like doom fatigue that I'm feeling. Okay. And, like, everything is negative, and it's so fun to conspiracize with things, and it's it's so fun creatively to let your brain go down these rabbit holes and stuff. And I realized that I started becoming, becoming just, like, a fear monger of robots okay. rather than an absurdist with what the robots could potentially do to your butt. Like, it's like, <laughs> I, I feel like we've gotten away from, like, this podcast has tried for the last year to or this show, whatever, has tried to find a way sometimes to end on a positive, like hydro panels, like we'll be able to, and then, of course, not that you did this, but I would have done it too, we find the problem in it right away. It's like the cynicism is off the charts right now. And I I just want to like, I want to figure out how to hook up, rather than worry about how it's going to go wrong, I want to figure out how we get like the the factory that makes the powder Kool-Aid to get in on it. So like, (laughs) you're actually like pulling Kool-Aid from the air. (laughs) We're pull, we're pulling uh, we're pulling all of the moisture out of the air, but we're creating Kool Aid. So, yeah. or like, how do you pull the pull the moisture out of the air to water the strawberries to power, and then the solar panel also powers the machine that grinds the right. strawberry up to make the powder, adds the sugar because you got the sugar cane going, and then ultimately it all comes down to you make 
you have a factory to make the instant Kool-Aid. <laughs> Your house, it's like that's going to be like a new feature when, when people buy houses, right? It's going to be like, yeah, it comes equipped with a new water heater and, and new furnace. And also it makes tang. Yeah, man. For inevitably go to space. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's just it. Like if you have solar panels, you can you know you can return energy to the grid. You can sell the power to the power company. Something to My that effect. House can sell Kool Aid back to the city. Let's <laughs> just turn on the tap, and it's just Brondo comes out. <laughs> it's got electrolytes, <laughs> so it's good for you. Yeah. Hey, there's a movie you've seen. See, look at that. We did end on a positive note. Yeah. That, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's uh, let's uh, let's take all this nonsense that we've gone over today. And what do we learn this week? After all, this is a very heady show. Uh, Gregor, what did you learn this week? I learned that I want on-demand Kool-Aid <laughs> sucked right out of the air. Obviously. <laughs> right. What did you learn this week? Um, I learned that. Nvidia does not make lotion. <laughs> uh, did you learn anything else this week? I learned that like uh, that you're like the what is it like a ska legend? You love old Tommy Two Tone, your favorite Power Rangers former member. Oh, dude, and I do like ska. <laughs> I know. See, <laughs> what know. uh, you you played the saxophone, right? Yeah, I played saxophone, and I even like uh, uh, temporarily played in the ska band. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm for it. I like filled in for the other saxophone player for like two shows. Uh, favorite, before we go, favorite saxophone, uh, alto or baritone or I guess soprano if you're so weird. You've you've forgotten my actual favorite of all of those things that you've just listed. I played, I grew, I mean, I played the, the alto was what I learned on. Like um, everybody. Uh, right. But then what I ended up playing in jazz band and I was also in a Dixieland band for yes. a sec. Um, I played the tenor sax and <sighs> the tenor is, is my favorite. Of, of all of the saxophones it's the, it's like reasonably big right it's not right. like the guy in the subway that's like playing the that's the baritone yeah, yeah. that guy's playing the baritone that's the one that comes the mouthpiece comes up and it loops up and back around and then down yeah. because I think if they didn't do that it would be like even longer yeah um, the, the, a couple fun facts about saxophones mm. uh, if we have the time yeah no hold on uh, let's just start the music again hold on okay Okay. All right. Here's what you can learn this week about uh, saxophones. First I'm of in. all, first of all, saxophones have the same uh, fingering as your mom. <laughs> as your mom. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brandon. I've met your mom. That's not very nice. But it's, you, you left the door wide open. Next time on Nerd Talk, we'll, <laughs> we're going to learn about saxophones. Okay. Next Tuesday, 10 a.m. Okay. Live on the Odyssey app. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. You can get this on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode of just saxophone talk. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever stop listening to that. Yeah, I, I, I still have my saxophone. Next week, you're playing the intro, okay? Heck yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.